Journey with Panagia, brought to you by the Greek Orthodox Christian Society of the Greek Orthodox Archdiocese of Australia. As we approach the feast of the falling asleep of the All-Holy Theotokos on August 15, the Greek Orthodox Christian Society brings you Journey with Panagia, a podcast series reflecting on the miraculous life of the Virgin Mary, also known as the Panagia or Theotokos, who Orthodox Christians honour as the bearer of Jesus Christ, enabling God to take human flesh and making Panagia the supreme example of cooperation between God and man. In this edition of Journey with Panagia, we reflect on Panagia's visit to Elizabeth with Elizabeth Stilianou of the Greek Orthodox Ladies Group. This is The Journey with Panagia. In the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke, we are introduced to a young Panagia who has just been told she is to be the mother of the long-awaited Messiah. As proof of this miracle, she is told of another miracle, that her relative, the Asian baron Elizabeth, was herself in the sixth month of her pregnancy. Hearing this news, Luke writes that Mary makes haste to the city of Judah in order to visit Elizabeth. Saint Elizabeth had kept herself hidden in the first five months of her pregnancy in gratitude and in contemplation of all that the Lord had done for her in granting her a child. A child whom the Archangel Gabriel said would be filled with the Holy Spirit from his mother's womb. This presence of the Holy Spirit is made manifest on the arrival of Panayir to Elizabeth's house. At only hearing Panayir's voice, the unborn John the Baptist leaps in his mother's womb. In this manner, quite beautifully, the unborn Saint John, who was already filled with the Holy Spirit, prophesied the presence of the unborn Christ. Likewise, with the Holy Spirit, Saint Elizabeth prophesied Christ herself with greeting Panayia with the words, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is it granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Here we have the first human confession of Panayia as the mother of my Lord, the Holy Theodokos. We can only imagine how much these words would have comforted the young Panayia. St. Bede points out that Mary was blessed by both St. Elizabeth and the Archangel Gabriel with the same words, showing that Mary is to be venerated by both angels and men. St. Elizabeth continues her greeting, For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in mine ears, the baby leapt in my womb for joy. And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Here, the excellence of Mary is signalled out. 
a praise of Mary's faith in contrast to the rebuke Zacharias received from the angel for his own lack of faith that led to his being made mute. St. Ambrose comments on this greeting that St. Elizabeth, who had kept herself hidden for five months, now, through the arrival of Banaya, proclaims and exalts that within her she was bearing a prophet who confesses God's work. Banaya responds to this greeting with the famous passage known as the Magnifica. The Magnifica is one of the most poetic and inspired pieces that we read in the Bible. It highlights Panagia's joy, her humility, and God's love for mankind working through her. The name Magnifica derives from the Latin translation of the passage and is the first word of the passage. In English, we read the first sentence as, My soul magnifies the Lord. It is a song thought to be inspired by the Song of Hannah and comes straight out of the heart of Baniyah. It is seen as such an important passage in the church that it is sung in every matin service and daily in Orthodox monasteries. The full passage reads, My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Saviour for he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones, and exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. To break the song down into parts, the passage starts with Baniyah's exclamation, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Saviour. This highlights the great joy Banaya felt in being a part of God's love for mankind and bearing Christ. This joy is, according to St. Basil, the first fruit of the Spirit. For he has regarded the lowly estate of his maidservant. This piece highlights the humility of Banaya and also her deep understanding that she is not blessed because of her own works and virtue, as St. Jerome writes, but by the mercy of God dwelling in her. To highlight the frame of Baniyah's mind is worth noting that the term translated as maidservant, or in some areas as handmaiden, actually referred to a female bondservant, that is, a bonded female slave, which was the lowest possible status a person could have. This is the level that the Holy Theodokos places on herself, and shows her complete neglect and indifference of her own ego. St. Bede writes that it is fitting that as death had entered the world through the pride of our first parents, so through the lowliness of Mary was the way of true life to be made open. For behold, henceforth all generations shall call me blessed, for he who is mighty has done great things for me. This exclamation, according to the Church Fathers, is a prophecy by Baniyah foretelling the honour placed on her 
because of the great holiness she was to bear, and not of her own doing. It is a restatement of what the Archangel Gabriel had said to her. The great things done by God in the past refer to the creation, to the parting of the Red Sea, to the sending of manna. These were the mighty things of God. Now, the word is used to refer to the development of Christ in the virgin's womb. And holy is his name. This shows the reverence the Most Holy Theodokos felt for God. And his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. Here, the Theodokos focuses on the wider humanity, comprehending and understanding that God, according to St. Bede, has not only done great things to Baniya, but in every nation that is pleasing to him who fear God. He has shown strength with his arm. is an allegory for Christ the Son of God, who is the arm of God. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. According to St. Cyril of Alexandria, this passage refers to the way the proud of this world, such as the philosophers and the Pharisees, reject Christ and in so doing find themselves distanced from the truth. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. This passage refers to the humble that accept Christ and are exalted by Christ in the present life. They attract the grace of God and are exalted, whilst those who are mighty, the proud, are those who do not open their hearts to Christ and so are put down or live in their own darkness. The disciples, simple fishermen, would preach God before kings. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. Those who are hungry for the word of God would find fulfillment in the fruit of Mary's womb, whilst those who are rich, people who do not push or seek for the word of God, will not find fulfillment or satisfaction in the second coming. St. Cyril comments that those who hungered were the Gentiles who were pining away in spiritual famine. The Jews were made rich by having received the law and the teaching of the prophets. However, these rich would turn themselves away, not hearing the word of God and being left empty, whilst those who have ears to hear heard and were filled with good things. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. Israel, who was born miraculously because of the faith and righteousness of Abraham, carried with him, in him the promise of God's word. Those who are the seed of Abraham, in other words, are those who are righteous and faithful in God's eye, and these are the people who will be satisfied in the second coming by Christ. Here, the Magnifica ends. In one short song, we see the Theotokos' humility exaltation of God and prophesying of all that Jesus was to be for the world. Following this greeting, Mary stayed with her relative a further three months before she returned to her house. Lord, enlighten us with your precepts that can guide our lives and with your arm most powerful. Grant to us your peace for you who are the friend of Save us, kill one, fill my heart with a merriment, a happiness. Be 
spotless joy, for you have given birth to him who is the cause of joy. Soli Theotoko, save us, deliver all of us from the dangers Theotokos must cure. For you bore the timeless deliverer, and you bore the peace, the peace which has surpassed all thought. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, dissipate the cloud of my sinfulness, O bride of God, with the brightness of your eminence. You brought forth the light, the divine which was before all time, now and forever and to the ages of ages. Amen. Heal me from the ills, O most pure one which the passions bring. Make me worthy of your guiding care, and unto me grant health through your intercessions and your prayers. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Journey with Banagia. To keep up to date with the podcast series, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. For more Orthodox talks, sermons and podcasts, visit orthodoxjourney.com.